1: Welcome back to Live, Mike. Before we get to this fascinating story, which I'll uh, share with a a good friend of mine, I want to bring you some breaking news. You heard just before we went to commercial break that a decision was being made at the Kennedy Space Center as to whether or not the weather was safe enough to permit the launch of this NASA-SpaceX collaboration, uh, which will put two men in space launched from U.S. soil for the first time in nearly a decade. Well, I am pleased to report that the weather is clear. And in 45 minutes from now, roundabout, uh, we will see a liftoff. The decision has been made. And so we will continue to follow this throughout the day. And about two 33 Mountain Time. It'll be 3:21 blast off and we'll bring you the details of that launch here on KSL News Radio. I don't know if you can tell by the tone of my voice but I am excited. Uh, Elon Musk has been preaching the gospel of reigniting the dream of space for some time now. He gave a, a great speech earlier on this morning and I was listening to him and I can tell you that my dream of space has been reignited. I got this little 6-month-old daughter, Piper. Uh, I'll tell you what, she's going to be a STEM kid. STEM STEM STEM. We're gonna get her to space. <laughs> Whether or not it's her dream, I'm gonna instill it in her. No, that's that's not true. She'll grow up to be an independent young woman, make decisions on her own. Uh, but hopefully, uh, they put their, uh, those decisions lead her to outer space. Anyway, that's coming up uh, just after two thirty here on Live Mike and on KSL News Radio. Right now, though want to uh, have a conversation with a good friend of mine. Ron Gibson is the president of the Utah Farm Bureau, and he has been up to some uh, heroic work over the past few days. Mr. Gibson, sir, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing, Lee? I'm excited about space. Uh, I hope I don't get too distracted by well, the, all this space cool. stuff. <laughs> uh, but you, uh, setting space aside you over the past number of days have been up to something in- incredible uh, you and your organization and those with whom you work have been bringing food to those in need we on un- this program have for a while now been reporting of the unique challenges facing the Navajo Nation right now and how for some of the regions within the nation, they are experiencing some of the highest concentrations of coronavirus uh, anywhere in the country right now, surpassing even New York City. And they are in need of our help. They're in need of your help. And you, sir, you stepped up. What did you do on Monday?
0: So on on Sunday, um, first of all, I just want to tell you, this is one of the coolest things I've ever been involved in in my whole life. And um, on on Sunday, we loaded 305 head of sheep on a semi and shipped them down to, to the reservation and unloaded them. And many of you that are listening will know Rebecca Denali she's she was a commissioner down there in San Juan County and she's just an absolute trooper and we worked together with her and and that that girl put together a plan of exactly who needed what and 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 a ranking of of who should get the sheep first and and uh Monday morning when we started by 7 a.m., there was probably a two-mile line of vehicles that were there to pick up their sheep. And uh, we we donated those sheep, and we donated a bag of flour, a 25-pound bag of flour to everyone that came through. And um, we, we <laughs> had the sheep kind of curled up, and we... We picked them up one at a time. The the Navajo couldn't get out of their vehicle because of the coronavirus, Mm -hmm. and of course we all had our protective masks and stuff like that on, but we we picked up those sheep one at a time, 305 of them, and put them in the back of those trucks. Now, those sheep were active and live, and I still am feeling a little bit sore about the whole thing, but... um, it was just so amazing to see the tears in their eyes as we, as we gave them the sheep. And um, as they told us, thank you for, for, for what people have done to bring, bring them that special gift. It was, it was a very awesome experience.
1: Why sheep? And to your understanding, wh- what will be done with these sheep?
0: Well, they obviously they're gonna they're gonna slaughter those sheep. Um, one of the many of them, um, I think probably all of them were, were slaughtered that day. It's a it's a family tradition. It's a very special and sacred thing that they do, and they use every part of that animal. And they told us that those families could could be sustained with that sheep for. For at least a week, and some of them two and three weeks long, um, they they kind of have a ceremony that they go through when they do it, and and uh, to them a sheep is a very spiritual experience, and and having that sheep and having the ability to to use that for their families is pretty cool.
1: Outstanding. What uh, what lessons do you take away? Uh, what do you hope uh, the, the folks who are on the receiving end of these donations go away with, and what do you hope those that were involved in the delivery of these sheep go away with?
0: Well, first of all, the takeaways are the people of Utah are awesome. Um, so far, through our online donations at FarmersFeedingUtah.org, we have raised over hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Our average donation is one hundred dollars. So these are not large corporations that are doing this. These are these are just average Utah citizens that are given what they can. We have we have some five hundred dollar donations, but we also have some five dollar donations and and it is so cool to see Utah come together like this. And what we do is we take that money and we buy these products directly from struggling farmers right now, and then we donate 100% of that. There's no overhead here. We donate 100% of that to people that are in need. And what I witnessed about all this is as... As uh, we watched this all go down, and we watched all the work that went into that, you know, there's been so many people on our team at Farm Bureau, and and so many people, um, you know, there in the tribe and Rebecca, especially that's kind of led that charge that worked together on this one project. It was so cool to see the fruit of our labor, and and actually, I had the ability to witness every single. Person that came through. I got to see him with my eyes. And and for those of you that have donated to Farmers Feeding, Utah.org, I just want you to know that you made a difference in people's lives this week. And um, it's just an awesome experience.
1: Ron, I admire you. I admire you for everything you are doing. I admire you for the sacrifices that you are making on behalf of others, as I know that you are are not immune from the impact of this coronavirus. You are alongside all of those farmers that are struggling. And even in the face of that, uh, you and those with whom you work have the capacity, the extra capacity to continue giving. It's an admirable trait, and I admire you for it, and I am lucky to consider you a friend of mine. Let's continue to speak and have these conversations and urge Utahns to participate in this wonderful program. FarmersfeedingUtah.org is the website. Uh, Ron, I'll let you go. Uh, invite you to check out that space launch later on Nice distraction, uh, and uh, I look forward to speaking to you again. As you uh, no doubt will have much more to give as we continue to battle the coronavirus.
0: Thanks, Lee. Have a good day.
1: All right, you do the same. How about that? That's a fascinating, fascinating effort. Now, a little bit of a behind the scenes. I had intended, uh, I, I wanted to go down there. It's about a six hour drive from where I live, uh, but Blanding, Utah, is where this took place. And my my intention was to go down and, and lend a hand as best I could, and then come back and tell you the story of how things went on Monday. And it was, uh, you know, the, the the distance and some family obligations uh, and this and that prevented me from going. Uh, but, as I got uh, an after action report of sorts from uh, Ron and the rest of the individuals involved i uh, it breaks my heart. I wish I could go back in time, and I would have uh, driven through the night and met up with those fine folks just to have uh, my hands on that little bit of service. It was an amazing, uh, amazing thing, and i if you Want to get involved in this? You heard the website. It's uh, Utah, or I'm sorry, FarmersfeedingUtah.org. Check that out. Uh, there is some noble, noble work being executed there by the Utah Farm Bureau. We're going to take a break here in just a moment, and we come back. I'm going to uh, start out by talking about a story which started over the weekend, and it was a letter sent by a number of members of Congress to the VA Department. Asking that a headstone be removed from a cemetery at Fort Douglas. Why? Well, because that headstone has a swastika on it. I've got the backstory, and I'll share it with you next on Live Mike.